Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to Homemaker Chic Podcast, the podcast for homemakers, where we are rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind in red lipstick and no denim jumpers. This ain't your mama's homemaking. But also, maybe it is a little bit. Um, I am Shay Elliott. Listening. (laughs) I am Shay Elliott, and I am joined by my beautiful co-host, Angela Reed of Parisian Farm Girl. And we are the hosts of Homemaker Chic Podcast. Every Monday, every Thursday, we meet here to hopefully inspire and encourage you in your homemaking. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Are nails painted? They're chipping. Don't judge me. Well, that's the first that, thing like, you point out. Well, Good morning. You, like you have you chippy nails. Your... No, I didn't say chippy. You did. I said, are your nails pinned? And you could have said, why, yes. Thank you why, yes. Saying. It's a gorgeous manicure I did myself 10 days ago. <sighs> yeah. Shame. It's a I got, shame. I got like garden claws going on. They're so bad. Oh, yeah. They're doing that summer thing where they grow like weeds. They're growing yeah. with my weeds, but they're all <laughs> uneven and they're dreadful. Oh, manicure time. Ugh, it's not even worth it. I think I'm going to start getting manicures or doing manicures, like getting a full on kit to take care of my nails in the winter time so that my husband just doesn't think I'm a hag all year long. Because in the summer, you're like like an apple. (laughs) (laughs) Digging in the dirt like a mole. Right. Right. (laughs) They're not Uh, very pretty to look at. uh, I can't get manicures because, um, I am apparently a manicure snob and no one ever does it good enough. Mm. I've been known to go back and say, this isn't good. (laughs) You're going to need to redo this. Oh, my gosh. I could have done this drunk and blindfolded. So, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, I could never do that. I could never do that. They could miss a nail and I wouldn't go back. (laughs) I remember once I was um, like 900 months pregnant with Julian. (laughs) And I just wanted a manicure. Like, I just wanted someone else to do it for me. Yeah. I call. I'm like, who's your best girl? Because I know my proclivity to snobbery. And they gave me their best girl. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess air quotes don't translate over the sound waves, do they? Um, Yeah. Like, she coded my cuticles. Like, my seven-year-old could have done a better job. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was just like so checked out, just fat and miserable. I was just like, oh, I got done. I looked down. We're going to need to talk to your boss. (laughs) Oh, did you really? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Come on. $45 so you can get it all over my cuticles. She's like dipping the little wooden stick in the thing to try to clean it up. You know, just forget it. Yep. So. That's so disappointing. If I ever show up at your manicure table, just be like, I don't want this one. Someone else can have her. (laughs) I've heard about her on Homemaker Chic Podcast. Right? Don't paint this woman's nails. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Speaking of failing at things, I have to tell you, I have to admit this to you guys because I need you guys and you, Angela, to hold me accountable my brother. Okay? I need I need somebody to be in this fight with me. Well, actually, I need it so bad that I'm making Stu do it with me. Here um, we go. Huh? I said, here we go. Here we go. I bought a month of training sessions with a trainer. 
a physical trainer. I think they call them exercise trainers. (laughs) (laughs) Exercise trainers. (laughs) And let me tell you why. You're going to do some calisthenics. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you why. I have been out in the garden so much, which is why I, you know, we talked about this with Brian on his interview a couple episodes ago. When you are just physical all day, when I record Homemaker Chic is when I sit down. This is the only time of day that I sit down ever. Mm -hmm. And you're going, 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 going physical stuff all day long. You think I don't need to work out. Like I, you know, walked 12 miles around my property today. Mm -hmm. But the problem is I'm noticing that your body just changes so much as you get older. In my 20s, I could just do things physically and it wouldn't really matter. But now, I mean, I'm sure that you've noticed this. Gardening takes a toll. So when you're like shoveling dirt all day, yes, it's like you're using your muscles and yada, yada. But then like your shoulder goes numb at night because (laughs) you've been, you know, twisted all wonky. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, my, so um, I've, I got to do something I can do at home. We we closed our gym membership when COVID first hit because I'm not going to work out in a mask. Still not going to work out in a mask. So <laughs> it's got to be something we can do at home. So she's going to like get me off on the right foot and then send me off. And I want to do it so bad. I want to be the type of person who can do it and like it. Okay. This is totally different than the message you were giving four weeks ago. Which I was? I like to work out. I don't. I hate working out. I do. I don't want to work out. I hate it. Okay. All right. I hate it. But you know what I hate more? Is that I can't seem to overcome the mental hurdle of doing it. Okay. So it makes me feel weak mentally. Mm. Oh, then it's like game on. That's kind of how I'm feeling. I'm like, yeah, this is, you should be able to get over this. And we're not talking about like jumping jacks. You're going to lift, right? I mean, it's you're lifting. hiring her to help you with lifting. You'll like it. It's lifting. I, I really think you'll like it. Yeah. And squatting. It's not basically. like huffing and puffing and dancing around like a lunatic. Well, that's the thing. Lifting sh- is different. Yeah. She's yeah. like, we're not we're not doing cardio. She's like, I'm not going to train you how to do cardio. You can jog if you want. But she's like, I would just get one of those stupid little things that counts your steps and just mm-hmm. make sure that you get your steps in every day. Just go for a brisk walk in the orchard. Like, you don't need to be on an elliptical, you know, yeah. which is kind of a daunting part of working out. Like, oh, I have to do this for 40 minutes and no, yeah. it's to build muscle and and technique so that I don't injure myself. Basically, when I'm out doing the things I want to do. Yeah. Well, it'll help what, with your overall, because, you know, now you're middle aged. <laughs> well, 35 is up that. there, ladies. Oh my gosh. It makes Gerger me laugh. So it makes me laugh <laughs> that you say that's middle aged. Um, but it will um, help with your overall body mechanics and your posture. Mm-hmm. And so it'll like just like be exactly. present everywhere. <laughs> exactly. You know, so. Yeah. And that's the idea. And Mm -hmm. the trainer that I hired, she's been a friend of mine for a really long time. She has a gym here locally and she's buff, man. I mean, she lifts more than I will ever lift, but she's buff. And I told her, like, I don't need to like be buff, but I want to see some effort. If I'm going to put the effort in, you're dang right. I want to see it. 
physically. Yeah. My brother. Have you seen that? Oh, go oh, no, go ahead. Have you seen that? Um, you know, Zell's like super trendy. Obviously, you can just get some dumbbells. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. that's easy. But there's, you know, obviously we live in this like age of Peloton and swanky yeah. workout equipment. Have you seen the one that Nordstrom carries? That's like this screen yes. that goes on your wall. <laughs> And it's just this bar that gets heavier as you need it to. And you can follow oh, all these no, different no. like weightlifting routines. That's swanky. It, it looks so like I'm not one to be like, ooh, workout, you mm -hmm. know, trends. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. If I could buy this oh, right now, cool. I'd buy it 10 minutes ago. It mm -hmm. looks so cool. Like sleek, just on my office wall. Yeah. And it's got like the... Two bands. Oops, sorry. Dropping paper. And then this bar that, if I understand it correctly, like adjusts to your strength increasing. Cool. It's so cool. It's like the price of a car. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah. Well, that's it's why really it's cool. so Maybe cool. they'll sponsor the show. No. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah. Don't think I told to. Stu, I was like, I'm getting a Peloton. He's like, no, you're not. <laughs> Darla has a Peloton. Well, it Darla has the legit. history of working out to justify yeah. such an expense. <laughs> yes. Yes. She is committed. Yeah. Rochelle's yeah. going to help me just with some basic equipment because we are getting ready to chew into this bedroom project. Mm -hmm. And I got to find a way to like strategically hide some, a few exercise things, just kettlebells and dumbbells and these, these sorts of things. I took mine outside for the summer. Yes, for the when summer. When I get home from, from yep. my walk, I can do it in the driveway. Yep. There you go. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Perfect. So we'll see how this all... Uh, if anyone wants to join with me, I'm starting on Friday. Everyone's like, didn't you guys do an episode about this like right before Christmas? <laughs> you know what? We have... This is good. You can see this is me <laughs> being human. Right. You put effort in one area, it's it's coming from another area. Yeah, I meant to that. This is spring. I knew I couldn't do anything in spring, but I also know it has to be a priority and I'm trying to make it one. I really am. So. <sighs> so my advice would be like plan the first week after your first session with her accordingly. Meaning that is that's not when you're hilling potatoes. Oh, it's <laughs> not when you're hanging drywall. Like, yes. be prepared to. To be hurt. sore. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. Noted. I'll let you guys Noted. know how it goes on Monday. So, okay. and Stu is, is going to do it with me, which is great. Um, I think it's, it's very typical for men, middle-aged men to, you know, go He's, one of two ways. He's younger than you. And <laughs> he is younger than me. <laughs> um, and so when he was like, hey, I want to get in shape, like you got to run with that. This is mm -hmm. good. Physically, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about today. But give me no. a shout out on Instagram or an email if you want to start with me. We can do it together. I know. We've got some pretty buff listeners. Do we? Marathon runners and all. Yeah. Oh, cool. No. I mean, I'm never going to be a marathon runner. I can feel my uterus sure. falling out. Oh, yeah. Just thinking about running a marathon. Have you ever tried to jump on a trampoline since having oh all my gosh, babies? Like the babies? Oh, my gosh. Like the rebounding. <laughs> Jennifer does the rebounding. Yeah. And my sister the other day, she's like for adrenal clearing. Yeah. She's like, you should rebound. I'm like, really? So I could just hold my uterus in my yeah. hand while I walk around all day? 
Like, are, are you kidding me? The funny <laughs> thing about that, it's like when you're getting, no, go out of here. <laughs> no, daddy has a timer on his phone. He'll know when it's ready. Okay. I put some banana bread in the oven. Okay. Oh, shut the door, please. Um, when you're getting ready to have the baby and you're like, it's just going to fall out. And you're like nine, ninth month of pregnancy, right? You're like, oh, it's mm-hmm. just going to slip out. I'm so, and the doctor's like, there is no way that that's going to slip out. I assure you that. <laughs> there is a big mountain to climb between being nine months pregnant and you having that baby in your arms. And not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know it might feel like it. <laughs> if okay. only it were that easy. Okay. Watch this segue. So. For that week that you're so sore, or after you've just delivered a baby, you should have plenty of wine on hand. Well done. <laughs> well the done. wine music. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. This is the part of the podcast where we encourage you to pour a glass with us, sit down, enjoy the rest of the episode, depending on what time you're in, coffee, tea, or dry farm wines, of course. Uh, this is our amazing wine company that I truly am so thankful for because they will send you wines to your doorstep or to your local liquor store if you live in one of those states. Wines that are sourced from around the world, from little boutique, family-owned wineries. These are all traditionally fermented, which means no added yeast, no added sugar, just elegant reds and whites and rosé, whatever classy wine you'd like to enjoy. And Dry Farms has a very high standard that most wineries do not reach, but they have looked far and wide, found the ones who do and import them for us, which is fabulous. So here's what we want you to do. Go visit dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic select a package that you'd like to have shipped to you whether it's three bubbles or six reds or 12 mix they've got what you want there and you can do this as a one-time order you want to give them a try or you can set it up as a monthly shipment if you don't want to run out okay and And it's the first time you've ever done that oh yes an extra bottle for a penny for a penny yep yes ma'am Okay, this okay, is one. Are you sipping? I have not What's, opened it yet. What's on the menu? Simon. Yeah. See this? Okay, okay. this is a sparkling one. wine. Uh, Cam- Camelante. I'm assuming that means chameleon based on the logo. Okay, okay. so this is an Italian sparkling wine. It's a blend. A lot of, a lot of Dry Farm has blends. Because these family estates, they grow on such small amounts of acreage. I mean, these are very small little family-owned farms. And so a lot of times what they'll do is plant multiple varieties and they blend and match until they find one that they like. So this is a 70% Garganega. Have you ever heard of that grape? Nope. Y'all, there I'm are sure. so many grapes in the world. <laughs> so many grape varieties. And yeah. we boil it down to basically what? Like Chardonnay. Yeah. Caps off. Merlot. Yeah. 70% Garganega and 30% Te Rosa. Rosso. So this has actually a really low alcohol percentage. So you'll notice this with dry farm wines anywhere from maybe 10 to 12% 
just depending on how much sugar is in the grapes, which is completely mm-hmm. dependent on the weather and whatever has happened that year, whatever mm-hmm. the grape has endured, because we're not adding sugar to get that higher percentage. This is why you don't feel gross when you drink dry farm wines. Anyway, this is really beautiful, aged in a concrete vessel. And we are going to take this, we're going to the lake today after we finish recording. We're going to go hang out on the lake with some friends. And so I'm going to take this in our little picnic basket. So that's why I have this set aside. Perfect. So I wish I could give you some tasting notes, but I haven't tasted it. Hmm. Sparkling. Yes. Sparkling whites from Italy really never disappoint in my book. They taste like sunshine. On a hot sunny day. Oh, so good. Visit dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker and get your bottle for a penny, your extra bottle. And you will be pleased to know they have a 100% happiness guarantee. Mm -hmm. We're we're quite happy with them. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes, we are. Okay. Well, let's dive into it. This is another listener requested episode. So- if you guys have, we hope it, we do it just justice. <laughs> I know. Go to, we hope this is what you had in mind. <laughs> <laughs> Go to patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast and join as a patron of the podcast. You'll get a free, some freebies that we have over there. But one of the freebies that you get on top of the video form of the podcast is that you get to join our weekly fangirl or not weekly seasonal fangirl call that we do at the end of every season, which is a big celebration. And we all pour a glass of wine and we hang out and we talk about what we liked and what we'd like to hear about on the upcoming season. So this was from that call that we had with our patrons. And this was a requested going the extra mile. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Okay. And I think we have to start as always with the heart posture. Mm -hmm. Because here's one thing that homemakers are really good at, which we always talk about which is being a martyr. (laughs) I went the extra mile. Don't you appreciate my efforts? No one even said thank you. Is that your extra mile voice? (laughs) Your martyr voice? That's my martyr voice. Love it. So if we're going to talk about going the extra mile, whether this is in relationships, at home, whatever it may be, Mm -hmm. we really do have to accept that hard is not bad. And work is not bad. This is like, this does not fit with our culture. Right. Uh, Which is just such a leisure, saturated, convenience, saturated culture. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's five easy steps to this and no cook meals. And I don't know, clean your house in 12 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it really, it really is. You know, I read once that uh, outdoor furniture didn't really even come around until like the last hundred years or so. (laughs) Because the thought of sitting down outside was absolute insanity. Yeah, I could see that. I I could be wrong, but I did read, I read that somewhere. That that makes sense. Um, Um, Okay, hard is not bad. Hard is not bad. I was talking to a friend about this last night because... um, how do I say this correctly? Um, she was, she is a deep mm. homeschool advocate. Okay. Mm. And so, and she's really trying to be helpful for a lot of families who are finding themselves in the position of 
what do we do with our kids? You know, depending on what state, there's different regulations, yada, yada. So there's a lot of people left displaced by all of this. And so the first thing that she has to really get through these homemaker or these homeschooling minds is like, this is going to be one of the hardest things ever in your life. Yeah. Ever. And by the way, it's like a 25-year commitment if you've got multiple kids. Like, this is hard and it's going to be hard for a really long time. And that is not bad. We've heard from so many homeschoolers who are just like, yeah, I can't do that. That's really hard. I can't be around my kids that much. That's hard. Mm -hmm. I can't teach that. That's hard. Yes, hard, 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 hard. You have to disassociate that with being bad. Or you're never going to go the extra mile. (laughs) Or you're only going to go the extra mile when it's some, you get some sort of pleasure or reward for it. Mm -hmm. Well, let's, um, yeah. And let's, uh, uh, oh my goodness. I can't think of the word I'm looking for. (laughs) Not identify. Let's give a meaning to what we're saying. Okay. That's as good as I can do. A meaning (laughs) to the extra mile. And, you know, talking before a definition. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Wow. (laughs) (laughs) In just getting ready for the show, we we sort of determined that we would define it as uh, yep. putting forth an extra effort yep. to do or achieve something. Right. Very simple. A few other definitions that I looked up in the dictionary. Um, to do more than is required mm. and to make more of an effort than is expected. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. I think that's a great one for homemakers. So we're we not going like to talk one. about going the extra mile in work. And the reason that we're not going to really touch on that, like in a paid job scenario is because there's a reward. You go the extra mile consistently, you get promoted. Okay. Now for the home, for the homemaker, you go the extra mile. A lot of times people maybe don't take note. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of times you don't, there's no, there's no pot of gold at the end of the rainbow for you. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to try to disassociate going the extra mile with some sort of earthly reward that you're going to cash in on. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be talking about going the extra mile more in the context of our communities, homes, relationships, that, that sort of a thing. Mm -hmm. Which one of those should we start with? Um, we can start with relationships. Okay. Let's Let's start with that. Let's start with relationships. Let me scroll to my appropriate, the appropriate mm-hmm. place here. Um, actually, real fast, before we dive into relationships, we have to sure. we have to readdress your favorite word, one of your very favorite words, which is okay. fortitude. Yes, please. <laughs> okay. So now that our heart is in the right place, we're talking about mm-hmm. going the extra mile. I think when you talk about real fast, why we would want to do that. Even because why we would want to, why would we want to put in the extra effort, be pushed, Mm -hmm. embrace the hardness, embrace the work of it, especially if we're not getting anything for our buck, no bang for your buck. (laughs) Okay. Um, well, I would hope, I would hope that the homemaker that we collectively, individually, collectively, um, we don't want to be the same people even 18 months from now that we are today. We don't want to be the same homemaker five years, 15 years, 25 years, like you just mentioned. How monotonous and dull 
I mean, if you look at the career world, nobody's striving to do that in the career world. They're wanting to be advanced, to be promoted, to go on to the next thing, Mm -hmm. to get better in their trade, their skill, their craft, their art. And so we on the show call it the art of homemaking. So I would hope that we would want to improve Mm -hmm. in this art. And that, that takes stretching. Like there are, anytime you grow, there are growing pains involved Mm -hmm. and fortitude is required. Yes. He will be called upon to show fortitude. And like we teach our kids, showing fortitude in small things in the homemaking routine and the life of a homemaker then prepares you and lays the foundation, makes it easier to show fortitude when the bigger totally the bigger things arrive. Yeah. And you saying that um, we do something in our house, which is called catechism, which is um, mm-hmm. question and answers theological question and answers that we, we train our children to know. The reason that we do that is because when they need to draw on those answers, they have them at the ready. Mm -hmm. You're not going to have the skills to go the extra mile, have fortitude, have strength, embrace the suck of hard work. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be able to do those things unless you actually practice doing them. And there's going to be a time in your life where you're going to be called to go the extra mile. You're going to have to be maybe be called to what you greater than a capacity than you think you have. Mm -hmm. And if you've conditioned your body for that, conditioned your mind and your heart for that. Yeah. You will be in a much better place. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, like you'll have the answers when the question comes up, you'll just know what to do. Right. Right. And in going in keeping with the theme of this season, we're Mm -hmm. wanting to look for the romance in homemaking. I would challenge all of us to look for the romance in in that concept right there Mm -hmm. because that can and will be a beautiful thing Mm -hmm. when it happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's often that that last little detail and that last little bit of going the extra mile that makes such a difference. Mm -hmm. Let me give you a very cheap example before we dive into relationships. Okay. Um, let's say I make grilled cheese and tomato soup for dinner. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's what I was, that was my capacity for the day. Now I can throw it down on the table and everyone can eat with sour attitudes and you know, woe is me. This was the best I could do. Or, um, I can go the extra mile and I can put it on cute little parchment papers and carry it out to the picnic table and set up the umbrella and put some music on and give all my Mm -hmm. kids a hug and say, isn't this fun? What a what a fun little casual dinner outdoors for the summer. Right. That little bit of extra effort on my part to to set the stage and the posture of things mm-hmm. now is a blessing to others and it's the same thing. Still grilled cheese and tomato soup. Yeah. But a little bit more on mom's part. Mm-hmm. Okay. Relationships. So in relationships. Gosh, I feel like there's so much room for improvement here. Not only for me, but for culture, but also for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. Um, The first thing that came to my mind talking about going the extra mile in relationships is why, why is it so hard to sit down and write a card to somebody for their birthday? As I get older, (laughs) Things get sweeter. Marriages, mm-hmm. 
anniversaries, birthdays. Like you always see old people crying about things like this. And now I realize why, like these are, these are the important things. Mm -hmm. These are so worth celebrating. And that was at least where my mind first went was a little bit of extra effort, going that extra mile to say, Hey, good couple friend of ours, congratulations on your 15th wedding anniversary. This is Mm -hmm. great. (laughs) This is amazing. And here's some ways that your relationship has blessed us. You know, just a just an acknowledgement right. of these good things in relationships. Mm-hmm. Where did your mind first go? Um, I don't know. I think it went in. I like to. No, I do know. I like to ask people what they need. Yeah. I. That was something I started doing in within my house probably two years ago. Mm-hmm. How can I serve you? Is there anything that you need? Mm-hmm. Is there anything I can do for you? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I I think I did it more for, for me, actually, because it made me feel like I was stopping mm-hmm. the the mental idolatry going on, self-idolatry going on in my mind all the time. I got to yeah. do this, and then I got that, and then I got that, da, 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 you know, mm-hmm. uh, and just pausing and saying, what do you need? Mm-hmm. From me, whether it's, you know, I'll, I'll ask my kids, like, I have an Amazon cart open. Is there anything you do? You need socks, mm-hmm. you know, or I know you have this at the end of the day. Is there anything I can do to help you prepare? Just, I don't know. That's, um, mm-hmm. that's, that's what came to my mind relationally. And I am, um, I've talked about this before, like, and I think I'm out, but, you know, for so many kids and so many years, like, Thinking outside of my four walls for other people, yeah, I'm not not good at that. And maybe that was just a survival skill. I don't know. Uh, yes, I'm not excusing myself. Could have done better, but but I don't know. Maybe I couldn't have, mm-hmm. you know. And now, um, now I now I ask that question outside of my walls, right? And just in a discipline, almost like just stop your brain, yeah, and reach out to someone and see if they need something, yeah. Visit analuisa.com forward slash homemaker for 10% off our favorite jewelry. That's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A. Homemakers, Ana Luisa is partnering with us for Ultra Feminine Friday. So if you're looking for simple feminine jewelry to wear at home or on date night with your day dresses to church on Sunday morning, then we invite you to try the beautiful pieces of jewelry from Ana Luisa. Rings, earrings, necklaces, and more starting at just $39. So there is something for every budget. They are designed designed in small batches with recycled materials whenever possible. These pieces are timeless and affordable and fall under our podcast motto of better, not more. New jewelry collections are released every Friday. So celebrate our hashtag ultra feminine Friday with us by visiting analuisa.com forward slash homemaker for 10% off. Or of course, visit the show notes or website for a direct link. And if you're following over on Patreon, you can see these beautiful pieces in person. Visit analuisa.com forward slash homemaker for 10% off. And don't forget to join us and Anna Luisa for Ultra Feminine Friday over on Instagram. Angela and I get asked about our skincare routine a lot. The secret is Tubes & Co. Tubes & Co. is your one-stop shop for all things natural and organic that are free from GMOs, toxins, fillers, any artificial colors or fragrances, or synthetic chemicals. 
This is a company created by our friend Emily who has taken quality ingredients to an entirely new level. Whether you're looking for tallow bombs, deodorant, shampoo, soap, foundation, lipstick, skin tonics, eyeshadows, so much more, this is where you need to head. Emily dreams of women using her skincare with confidence, knowing that it is pure. I want you to go and try the frankincense tallow balm and feel that whipped silky pleasure. Or try the red wine lipstick and enjoy feeling dressed up. The charcoal ball is amazing for cleaning skin and removing the day's makeup. And of course, make sure you try the glow serum formulated from virgin unrefined oils, which has raving five-star reviews. Visit tubesandco.com to stock your bathroom and makeup case with these pure, beautiful products and use the coupon code HOMEMAKER for 10% off. A unique combination of a magazine publication and online support group, the Old World Design Society is a place for individuals who cherish the elements of a bygone era. Visit oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com. The society is a place for people who live by the motto that new is not always better and have a collective love for lived-in spaces, heirloom pieces that make a house a home. Are you craving inspiration? Velvet sofas, gilded frames, iron stone, hand-sewn linens, vintage books, regal estates, or charming cottages? Do these speak to you? As a part of the Old World Design Society, you'll have access to rich, inspiring creativity and education. And best of all, you'll meet friends who speak your language. Enjoy a quarterly publication, print or digital, online support group, design challenges, and more. Get your spring edition before it's gone, because the summer publication will be for sale June 20th. Visit oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com. Yes. Come on. Like... (laughs) Yes. This, the love. this to me is one of the, the very, um, the best aspects of the church community mm-hmm. because you get intergenerational relationships. We don't really get a lot of those in our culture. We get them at work. Maybe we, maybe we work with an older woman or an older man. Mm-hmm. So if we're working out the home, we get to have that kind of a situation, but to be sort of in close community with people of different ages is really valuable because mm-hmm. when you're the crazy mom and I'm, I know where there's a lot of them listening where they're just like, screw you guys. I just for want t- clean yeah. underwear. I'm not going the extra mile for anything. We're going to talk extra about that. Is, yeah, we're going to, we're going <laughs> to, oh, we're going to, but there is a yeah. stage of life where, as you would say, I am doing my best. This is me mm-hmm. doing my best. And I know that this doesn't look like somebody else's best, but what you see right now is my best. Mm-hmm. And it's not because I'm being lazy. It's because this is my capacity right now. And maybe that's because you're pregnant. Maybe it's because you're going through a really hard time. I don't know. Whatever it is. To have older women, especially, to see who have had decades to train their eyes and their mm-hmm. minds and their hearts to this, to seeing people's needs, to going the extra mile is such an asset. Because it trains the next generation on here's how you even have eyes to see that. Yeah. Here's how you anticipate needs. Because Mm -hmm. you can go to your kids and just say, what do you need, honey? And they'll be honest with you because they're comfortable with you. You have that type of relationship. What do we tend to do as women? Oh, nothing. I'm good. We're good. Right, right, right. Even when Mm -hmm. we're not good. Um, I'm sure I've shared this example before, but there's an older woman in our church. She's probably in her late sixties. And a couple years ago I got shingles and I gave my kids all the chicken pox. So we were like homebound for 
weeks because yeah. of course one got it and then the next got it. So we missed Good Friday. We missed Easter. I was super upset about it. Mm-hmm. And this older woman sent me a manila envelope in the mail of dollar store coloring books and crayons and stickers. I cried like, like a little. It was yeah. just like we hadn't seen them in weeks. We hadn't been able to fellowship with them. I was really upset about it because Easter is like, yeah, I mean, hello, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. Easter. OK, there's a lot mm-hmm. to celebrate on that day. And mm-hmm. she just she went the extra mile. Um, even a think like a thinking of you card would have been wonderful. Just like, hey, we haven't forgotten about you. We know you're going through a hard time. If you've ever mm-hmm. been, you know, everybody has now been quarantined in your house with your kids for long stretches of time. Right. That's hard. Anyway, to me, it was just like and now she, she's she had eyes that were trained to anticipate that need. And I, I remember writing it down and being like, you're not going to forget this. Mm-hmm. Like when somebody has sick kids at home. Here's an example of something that you can do. And I've always wished somebody would write a book. Like, here are some simple ways to see needs and go the extra mile. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like what you said about, though, you know, exposing yourself to other generations. Because yeah. it's definitely been older women that I've learned, like, what do you need? How can I serve you? Is there anything I can do for you? Yep. Or... You know, we've talked about my friend Rosemary's hospitality or yep. another friend who brought us a meal once. And it wasn't just a meal. Like, it was a crate with the napkins and the yeah. – it was like everything we needed to have the meal. And now I do that. I'm like, that was genius. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This same woman also, she didn't ask. She had her husband bring over a crate when we moved into this house. So it was a breakfast casserole that was already made. Mm-hmm. You know, some muffins, fruits – paper plates and cups and blah, blah, blah. But uh-huh. it was just like, Hey, you're moving with four kids and you're unpacking. You're probably going to, here's a breakfast, you know? And it was, cause if she would have asked me, do you need anything? I'd be like, we're good. Mm-hmm. We're fine. I don't know why we do that, but that's what we do. It was, it was like when you <laughs> sent me the pizza when I oh. <laughs> was vomiting for, you know, all those months of pregnancy and like you had the pizza lady. Do you remember this? Yes. You had the pizza place make a big heart on the inside of the box that said, like, you will survive. You will survive. (laughs) That's what it said. You'll survive. Yep. So Angela gets super sick with her pregnancies. And her last one was very much a surprise. And she was just so, so ill. And I I just was so upset that I couldn't be there to Mm -hmm. help you wash your laundry or take your kids. And it really stings sometimes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's that's the best I could come up with. <laughs> it was great. Um, it was great. At that same time, I had a friend right around that same period. I had a friend who lived a good ways away, 45 minutes. She showed up unannounced. She's like, I knew if I called, you'd say no. Mm-hmm. And I was gross. Like, I was just so gross, just barfing all day. The house was shameful. But it was like you said, it was just like, this mm-hmm. is me doing my best. Like, I'm literally surviving here. Yep. Five children and mom curled up in the fetal position around the toilet. You mm-hmm. know, she showed up at the door with um, what was extravagant for us at the time, like the Trader Joe's Kung Pao chicken mm. it was it's a family favorite. It's not cheap, like bags of it frozen, you know, mm-hmm. to do in the skillet, some flowers, the like 
easy rice, you know? Yep. Oh my gosh. It was fabulous. I just wept. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's eyes to see it and, mm-hmm. and not just see it, but act on it. Mm-hmm. We're so afraid to act on it because I think, especially when we're talking about relationships, you just think, I don't want to be overbearing. I don't want to be yeah. invasive. I don't want I really people do to struggle think with that. that I'm trying to just be the best, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. man. <laughs> and I would just say, let that go off, mm-hmm. do it. And you know, you're not responsible. You're responsible for your actions. You're not responsible for people's response I- response or interpretations mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so okay. if you're doing this from from the right heart posture, just don't don't hesitate on stuff like that. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Just do it. And um okay. because the reality is people people do change their minds too, you know. Uh I think Audrey when they moved down from Alaska. So you guys have heard me talk about Audrey. She's a neighbor of mine, friend of mine. They moved down from Alaska because their daughter had brain cancer and they needed to be closer to Seattle. So this was a big thing. They had to completely uproot from their community that they'd lived in for 10 years and where Matt is from. And it was a, it was a big thing, especially for such a hard reason. And they basically like landed here, you know, she had Danica and she had her other two boys and they were in a new house, new neighborhood. And one of the women in my church bought them a chest freezer, put it in their garage because, you know, they were helping move in the process and filled it with freezer meals. She didn't give them like, she did not give them the option to say no. It was just like, here's a freezer full of food. You can eat it when you want. You know, and and there are ways to offer things that aren't they they didn't even see them when they put this in. It was just like it was just there. And so if you're worried about going the extra mile coming across as too strong, right? Mm-hmm. There are ways, there are tasteful ways to do that. Um mm. I remember when we were in Alabama, my sister mailed me a like a little coffee card, like a little five dollar Starbucks gift card. You know, it was just like, hey. Take a load off. Go get mm-hmm. go get a coffee. <laughs> you know, and there was nothing overbearing about that. It was so there my point is that there are ways without feeling like you're maybe going too far in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the reality is if you're offering a gift to somebody in any kind of form, whether it be a meal or house cleaner, whatever, and they take that in the wrong way, they're dumb. <laughs> Be in the posture to receive gifts. It's, it's very tactless to, to poo-poo mm. when somebody's offering you a gift. It's, that's not yep. good manners. That's so true. let's just work very on true. those. <laughs> that's very true. Okay. Uh, let's change gears then. Okay. And talk about um, what it looks like to go the extra mile in our home. Mm. This like, is a fun one. Yeah. Okay. Well, I know we've been talking more about the heart and the relationship, but the reality is when we're talking about going the extra mile in our home, it can be for pure vanity's sake. <laughs> That's okay too. It's mm-hmm. okay to go to the extra, go the extra mile. And, you know, maybe this looks like something, maybe you don't want dollar store candles. Maybe you want to invest in some like nice beeswax candles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And that increases the pleasure and enjoyment and ambiance of when you're going to use them in your house. It could be as small as that. And yet somehow that that does, like it manifests this kind of joy in your space. Right. Right. I do think, I mean, for me personally, you know, the things like, uh, you know, ironically, beeswax candles, but <laughs> getting up, uh, making my bed every day, mm-hmm. I'm kind of neurotic about where laundry is. Like it cannot be on the couches. It cannot be on the floors. Yeah. I don't care if it's in a pile in the bathroom waiting to be folded in its designated spot, you know, yeah. but those those little things where, um, you know, you're walking through and somebody dropped three socks on their way to the bathroom, just that extra it sounds silly, but mm-hmm. it is going the extra mile to bend over and pick them up and, and take them with you. And all the tiny, tiny moves throughout the day right. that could be scoffed at, but collectively, they change the overall, they change the feeling about how you feel about your space. Mm-hmm. Little tiny things that you can do in your routine that that makes such a huge difference as someone who keeps a, a well-kept home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And you saying this, talking about laundry, one of my first thoughts was like, we all know what it feels like to climb into a bed with clean sheets. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you're just trying to get from point A to point B, you get up and you just make the bed. It's extra effort. It's going the extra mile to strip the bed, wash the sheets and get them back on and then make the bed before you right. get back into it that night. That's extra effort. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, Sometimes that's like running a marathon. Like, what did you do today? I washed my sheets. I washed my sheets. (laughs) And they actually somehow made it back up to the bed. But I am amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And yet somehow, at least in our home, whenever I wash sheets, Stuart's is like, oh, this is amazing. They smell good and they feel Mm. good. I always like, well, or the children spray a little, you know, scent stuff on it. And yeah. Oh, man. What a small. My, that was one of my biggest treats growing up. If my room was messy, you know, after a certain age when like, you know, obviously clearly the room is my responsibility. Right. But if my room was not tidy and my sheets needed to be washed, if I would go out like on Friday night with my friends, Friday evening, you know, you're, as a teenager, you're gone like all afternoon and all evening. I'd come home and my room would be spruced up with clean sheets on the bed. Mm-hmm. I would just cry. Mm-hmm. It was like acts of service is a major love language to me. Mm-hmm. My mom, I just, I went to, I would go to bed with a smile on my face. Oh, these sheets feel so good. Yep. I get to wake up tomorrow and go to my job with clean bedroom. Yep. Thanks, mom. <laughs> you know, and your kids, your kids know, or your husband or yourself, mm-hmm. whoever you're living with. Or yourself. Yeah. They know mm-hmm. when you are going the extra mile. You know, mm-hmm. when you go in and you open the window to air it out and you put on the diffuser with some really yummy oils and you, the sheets are changed or, you know, whatever it may be, um, they know. Mm-hmm. I had, we had 20 minutes before we started recording the podcast and Stu was helping me get things set up. And I knew I had five gross brown bananas in the kitchen. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to powerhouse a loaf of banana bread, mm-hmm. put it in the oven so that when we get done recording... And the kids know. It's like, what are you making? Banana bread. And it was like instantly. The atmosphere of the home is different. And again, this is one of those things. I think we talked about this a few weeks ago, maybe. But it's that economy where you'd think 
Well, I could have just sat here and enjoyed my coffee for 20 minutes and waited for Stu to get set up. Could have done that. That would have been mm-hmm. easier. Mm-hmm. And yet somehow outpouring in that little extra bit of effort right, leaves you filled up. Yeah, It leaves you more full than I would have been if I would have rested and just had my coffee for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. No, it's very true. And I think in the home- I love it when you use that word, economy. Well, that's kind of mm-hmm. how I think about it. I think uh-huh. in my mind, like God's economy makes no sense. Right. And we see that reflected all over, all throughout scripture. Uh-huh. It doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that things stack up, it's backwards of, of how we think about our economy. And I think that's mm-hmm. probably not reflected anywhere more than actually in the home mm-hmm. with these people that we have these relationships with. Um I can't like as a mom, I actually can't believe how affected my children are by homemaking. Oh, uh, yeah. I had a really busy week. And yesterday, like, uh, no, today I am only homemaker. And I just did that all day. I cleaned. I spruced. I arranged. I opened up curtains that had been closed so people could see computer screens, you know, freshened everything up. Everything was tidy. My mother's helper came, she helped me put a huge dent in it. And you could just see like this ah, mm-hmm. through the kids. Yep. And at 1.30, I'm like, let's go to the beach. <laughs> let's, I mean, the, just the, and that, that pays off. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, like you said, the, that took extra effort all day. That took all day of extra effort. I really didn't want to go to the beach. I wanted to keep plugging away, mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. but it pays off. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to talk about this. I don't care. I'm like at the age, I just can't remember what we talked about. Do we talk about tomato staking? I know on you and I have talked on the phone the okay. other day. Yeah. Um, I'm going to talk about this because our relationships with the people in our home, especially our children, um, can be really impactful on the environment of our home. So we should do an entire episode on this, but I mean, it is going the extra mile. You want to talk about going the extra mile. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tomato staking is a word that my friend Amber introduced me to. I know somebody introduced her to it, but I can't remember who it was. I'll give Amber credit. Tomato staking is when you think of yourself as the steak. Okay. You are solid, unchangeable. You know what is good and true for your home. And your kid is the tomato plant. Okay. Mm. Seeds been planted, it's growing. And what happens to a tomato plant if it's not trained on where to go? Well, it just flops all over and it breaks and the tomatoes rot on the ground. It gets unruly. (laughs) Okay. And if you want it to bear good fruit, not rotten fruit that sat on the soil and, Mm -hmm. you know, been decomposed by the time you find it, then you have to stake the tomato. You got to train it and say, this is the way that you're going. And the way that you do that is you get really close to it. Tomato plant, steak, okay? Mm-hmm. A steak cannot train a tomato plant when it's removed from it, when it's far away. Mm-hmm. And so every once in a while, when somebody goes sour, and if moms will know what I mean, it's time to tomato steak. And this is not a bad thing. This is when you go to the kid and you say, hey, we're just going to, you and I, it's time for some tomato staking. Our kids know what this means. It's time for some tomato staking. Just you're going to be my shadow. If I go do laundry, you're going to go do laundry. If I'm washing dishes, you're going to wash dishes. If I'm out having fun in the garden, making a bouquet, you're going to be out there with me. If I have to run into town for errands, you're coming with me. If I'm getting a haircut, which is time that I like to be an adult and quiet and have adult conversation, 
you're coming with me. Like, mm-hmm. which sounds hard, especially when you're doing this because they're sour, not because you're yeah, enjoying right. their company. Because quite frankly, you'd rather not be with them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Again, yeah. this is the flip of this economy because what happens mm-hmm. is, and all that's, they're close so that when, when the attitude goes sour, you can nip it in the bud. It's not from when you mm-hmm. hear them shouting from another room or a sibling comes in right. crying, you know? Yeah. So you can just yep. nip it in the bud. It's extra time to be with them, to listen to them, to tell them stories, to just be, be, be the parent mm-hmm. alongside them. Talk about the hard things even. Anyway, mm-hmm. this is such a wonderful way to go the extra mile because I'm telling you, like, it depends on how bad the situation is. Sometimes you only need a tomato steak for a couple hours. Get somebody on the right, right track. Uh, right. I've done it for four or five days before, which is that's like an extra mile. It's like going the extra hundred miles. Hello, dry farm. <laughs> it's so hard, and right. yet at the end, mm-hmm. the fruit is beautiful and lasting, and it's so sweet and. Just if moms, if you're in this position where you're just like, I don't want to be a homemaker because my kids are driving me crazy. (laughs) I don't want to make their bed with nice sheets because they're being a turd about it. Um, Mm -hmm. This might be a good technique for you to employ because then when they need to clean their room, you're in there doing it with them and you're putting your hand to it. And then just them being beside you is so valuable in the home. It's so intentional and it's effort. Yeah. It is effort. It is. And it is effort to, there's a lot to do as a homemaker. You know, I'm speaking to moms. Um, there's a lot to do, you know, and you can get, and I have gotten to a point where they're very self-sufficient, um, but then things go wrong. Yeah. You know, somebody does come down crying or there's an act down drag out or something. And I'm like, you know, if you had just gone up and cleaned the room with them yeah. side by side. Yeah. Thank you, dearest. Sorry. I've been yawning. I know I've been seeing you yawning, but I didn't say anything. Sorry about that. Wow. (laughs) Um, Makes, yeah, a big difference. After Mm -hmm. we were off the phone that day, I did Google it. There's there's all different levels of tomato sticking, little different approaches, fun fun mom blogs. Okay. I keep it super simple. People want to, but but I mean, you want to Google it just sort of, uh, because it might be a whole different episode. Yeah. I think that should be addressing that, the extra effort. Um, Mm -hmm. Big big difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we also have this beautiful opportunity in our home. I mean, whether it's our spouse, whether it's ourself, whether it's our best friend, whether it's our children, whatever relationships that you have that that come into your home. Like, let's just make a big stink. You know, if if you've got people coming over for dinner, go the extra mile. Put on the good music, light the candles, make a special dessert. It shouldn't, I think we can fall into this rut of like, hey, I know this super simple five ingredient thing and it'll be almost like we'll use paper plates. It'll be almost like it never happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not a good rut to get in either. Or if your kid's having a birthday, like put the banner up, you know, fill the dining oh, room yeah. with balloons. You got to put the banner like, up. We get up before, like mm-hmm. while the child is sleeping. Yeah. Or early in the morning, we decorate their room. Always. While they're sleeping. Or sometimes like now that they're older. Yeah. Now it's, we decorate the kitchen. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. Yeah. Love, love that. Go the eggs for your anniversary. Mm-hmm. 
put in a little bit of extra effort. And I think, I mean, cliche as it sounds, the easiest way to know what to do is just be like, what would I like it if it was done to me? You know, mm-hmm. I think it would be a hoot if I walked out on my birthday and the the happy birthday banner was up and it was filled with balloons and there were flowers mm-hmm. on the table. That would be such a yeah. special little spark to the day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the same could be said for anniversaries or end of the school year or whatever, finishing your math book. Like, great, mm-hmm. let's go. Now it's ice cream time or, you know, these small little things that ultimately build the culture of your home. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess less philosophically, totally, totally taking this in a different direction, but it just occurred to me. I mean, how do you think this applies in terms of decor? So I think of my immediate thought was like cozy pillows, throw blankets, like come on in, mm-hmm. having it be this approachable home that makes people feel comfortable whether they live there or their guests. Mm -hmm. Oh, don't like, that's a whole episode for me. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, that's really important to me. So like, if we're going to just talk about like the average American home with a beige living room and a beige sofa and a coffee table. Okay. Like all of the things are, I'll just, well, I'll say a few (laughs) and then we'll have a whole episode. Okay. Cause now you, you know what it makes me think of is that Shania Twain song that like, come on over, come on in, pull up a seat, Uh take a load off your feet, like creating that space. (laughs) But for me, it is, it is the blankets. It is the throw pillows. It's the ticking talk. Yeah. Ticking talk, ticking clock. It's the music in the background. It's the appropriate lighting for the time of day. It's, Everything that's going to give somebody this womb-like, cozy, okay. nurtured, I'm cared for experience. This isn't a dorm room. Yeah. This is okay. This is the experience I want you to have in my space. Maybe we should talk that about that on Monday. Episode. Let's talk about that on <laughs> okay. Monday and like sort of how okay. we're creating that uh, specifically, whether it's styles of couches or rugs or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll do that. Um, okay. Um, can... I don't know where we're going to go now, but I I do want to just like speak gently to, because I know there's people listening that have four kids under seven. And like you said, they're just doing their bloody best. Yeah. And I, I do want to say to, to, because our audience is women, like even just in having this conversation, like we know, and we will affirm to you that the words extra mile are relative. Mm-hmm. They are going to mean something different to every person. So the mom with four kids under seven, if that's even mathematically possible, I can't think. Um, I had four under maybe, five. Okay. It yeah. is. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I, I had four under seven. Um, maybe the extra mile is literally you just getting out of bed five minutes earlier in the morning Yeah, so that you can brush your teeth and run a comb through your hair so you don't feel haggard Mm -hmm. when the first one greets you in the morning. Maybe that's your tiny version and maybe it's colossal Mm -hmm. of going the extra mile. Um, I don't, I, I don't mean to, to imply by having this episode that going the extra mile means that you're just taking on more. You're just a mom. You're, you know, that thing us women do where we just keep saying yes and we just keep taking on more. But looking at um, our lives and what we've already decided is good, 
and going the extra mile in those little totally. things. We've already decided if we're a mother, we've decided being a mother is good. Right. So here's a few things I can do. You know, it's like doing a few things well versus a bunch right. of things on the surface level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wouldn't want anybody to um, yep. listen to something like this and go, oh, I got to have a bootstraps moment here and I got to like, yep. Try to find somebody who's hurting and rescue them. No, it's like not what we're talking about. You know, I hope that that's yeah. not how they interpreted what we said. Right, right. Yes. I, oh, you know, I mean, I know. You, you know how us ladies are. I know. So. I completely, I completely agree. And um, mm-hmm. I think when you do get pared down to this is who we are, this is who I am as a person, this is who we are as a family, this is who I am in my community. When you when you've stripped away the excess, it does give you the opportunity. Because you haven't filled your plate to the point that it's spilling over. You know, you've mm-hmm. got, okay, this is our family stuff. This is our homeschool stuff. Maybe this is our community stuff or our church stuff. Now, how do we do those well? How do we care for these things that we have said? These are ultimately the most important things to us. Now, how do we do that well? Right. And maybe looking at life and, you know, like, even me with with gardening, there was new gar- There, This is a cheesy example. Bear with me. But <laughs> there were new gardens I wanted to put in this year. Mm-hmm. But I needed to be able to take what I had and go yeah. the extra mile with what I had. Yeah. You know, looking at our the pockets in our life, the categories and saying, I don't need to move on into, to the next thing until I'm able to do this well. Go on. Do this well. Yeah. I think that's a great example. Mm-hmm. Because having more is not always more. See, it's that reverse economy thing. Right, right, right. All right. Well, that's our time mm. anyway. Okay. So we hope that that encouraged you ladies to go the extra mile. Make sure you join us over on Instagram tomorrow for Ultra Feminine Friday. And mm-hmm. what's the Anna Luisa one? I'm for totally blanking on the hashtag. Ultra Feminine Friday is like brought to them by Anna Luisa. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So I'll be showing off some more jewelry. Get yourself some Anna Luisa jewelry. It's so beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Okay, wonderful. And uh, if you'd like to show some love to the podcast, make sure you go and visit patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast. And that's where you can watch the podcast on video. And that's fun. It's way more fun to mm-hmm. watch. A few of my podcasts recently have started to add video. And I find myself, I'll just listen, but then I'll glance in and, oh, they're talking about something I do that. I want to see. Prop it up on the camera. I walk by, I can see Exactly. It's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And do share over on Instagram when we post this episode, share with us how you go the extra mile. And just, I think it's really helpful for for women to see what that looks like in different capacities. Because mine and Angela's experience is certainly not the world of experiences. And so we are very dialed into what that looks like for us, but we would love to hear what that looks like for you. Learn a lot from each other. For sure. Okay. I smell banana bread, which means it's time for me to go. And uh, we'll see you guys back here on Monday. Wonder. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.